You're listening to Free Talk Live on the Vanguard News Network. Sure enough, you are listening to Free Talk Live on the Vanguard News Network broadcasting. And this is the start of the show for Wednesday night, once again coming to you for the third night in a row on Wednesday. We're doing Monday, Wednesday, and Friday now while competing with Hal Turner on Wednesday night. Isn't that something else? It's... uh, VNN is expanding. It is getting larger, and we need more people uh, to take the reins and uh, get involved. Nobody's going to do this stuff for you. Um, if you feel like you have talent in some area, whether it's writing or speaking, or if you feel like you'd be interested in doing any type of activism at all, um, get in touch with somebody from VNN and, uh, you know, we, we have def- many different uh, outlets and avenues for you to get into, um, no matter what you can do. Uh, I don't really even consider myself a very good speaker. I don't consider myself anything special, but I can get the job done and I can do a decent job and hopefully entertain and inform here on the radio uh, these webcasts, which are live and interactive which you can call in to through Skype if you want to get on the air tonight and talk to the world. Skype me. Uh, send me a message through Skype at uh, VNN Free Talk Live. That is the Skype screen name to use, and we'll get you on the air. Uh, please make sure that you do a Skype test call first, and make sure that you sound good on that. If you sound good on that test call, Chances are you'll come through okay, so just make sure that sounds good. Another quick show note here. Um, I know there's a lot of people that like to send messages to uh, to me and the other uh, hosts and producers of the show. Um, please don't take it personal if I'm not answering your chat message. Um, usually, before you know the, the first hour or so of the show, I'm usually doing monologue or, or working on other things. Uh, so it's kind of hard for me to respond to all the chat messages. So please don't take it personal. I will read them. I will respond to you. It'll just take me a little bit longer. And please send me a chat message if you have an interesting story or a note uh, about what I'm talking about. And uh, if you want to do it like that instead of calling in, please feel free to keep the lines of communication open. That's what this show is all about. That's what Free Talk Live is all about. And uh, we are a Jew-free network and an ad-free network, which means we don't have to worry about what we say, what we say, and how we say it. We'll say it bluntly and honestly and truthfully, whether uh, our listeners want to hear it or not. We're here to say we're here to state the truth, and we're here to state state the white nationalist opinion on world events and um, current events. So that is an extremely refreshing way of looking at, a uh, way of media. Uh, that's something that white Americans haven't had for years and years, for decades. We haven't had a media which wasn't politically correct. And I'm personally tired of it, and that's why I decided to get involved here. Um, and what we like to do here on VNN is aggregate or mine information from the media which doesn't give you the whole story. Um, We take it into context and give you the whole story. That's what we usually start out with in the first hour. Um, Let's see here. Here's some of the stories we're going to talk about throughout the show. Uh, Like I said, we will have Alex on later, and hopefully he can comment a little bit on the Shannon Christian uh, Christopher Newsom Memorial Rally which is going to be happening in Knoxville, Tennessee, at a date which at this point is undetermined. But it will be, uh, there's some debate on when it will be, but it will be within uh, the year, I believe. Um, Seems like we're all going to have uh, Panzerfaust calling in as well, the uh, 
YouTube video connoisseur and expert, seems like, on uh, YouTube. He does some funny stuff, and I gotta say, I just saw your uh, Jews for uh, Jewish Girls for Black Men blog, and I gotta say, that's pretty damn funny, man. Good work on that. On that. Uh, check out vnnforum.com if you uh, don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, let's start off here with some stories. Um, okay, tell you what, let's bring a caller in here. Let's try it. We're going to start off. He didn't send me a chat message, but let's bring him in. Hello, you're on Free Talk Live. Are you there? I cannot hear you. Hello? Okay, I'm going to drop him. Please, please, if you want to call in, please send me a chat message first so I can introduce you and so I can make sure that uh, you're not interrupting the broadcast or I can let you know when to come in. Um, Tom Laws, who just tried to call in. I figured I might try and bring him in, see what he had to say, but there was no one there, so maybe he can get that worked out. Uh, please send me a chat message first. Anyway, here we go for the, some of our stories tonight. We have uh, Somalia. Is uh, you know all you white people can breathe a sigh of relief. Your white countries are no longer the most dangerous and racist places for minorities. We have Somalia topping the minority threat list. Uh, Somalia has overtaken Iraq. Surprisingly, isn't that funny? Iraq. Somalia has overtaken Iraq as the world's most dangerous country for minority groups, a study has found. We'll be talking about that. Also, we have a spick drill sergeant molesting trainees and forcing them to do sexual acts, which he videotaped into a Superman porno film, uh, complete with kryptonite. And uh, sexual deviant, sexually deviant acts, which he um, forced his trainees to commit. Uh, welcome to the Qua, everyone. Welcome to our military, filled with sexual deviants and uh, all types of muds. Uh, it's a disgusting cesspool, and it's pretty goddamn sad that we live in a country where. Even our military isn't respectable. Uh, that should be one of the most respectable parts or, or pieces to the puzzle in a nation. And it used to be, you know, the Marine Blues? You know, you know how beautiful and, and uh, handsome those guys look when they're all dressed up in their... I shouldn't say beautiful. That sounds kind of queer. But... Uh, you know how handsome those guys look, how respectable the Marines look when they're dressed up in their Marine blues. Um, we have uniforms for a reason. The military is supposed to be a respectable institution, but we throw muds and queers and niggers and all types of uh, gooks at it, and it turns into this cesspit of multiculturalism, which ultimately degrades anything that's touched by multiculturalism and diversity degrades and turns into shit. You can look at any of our big cities in this country and see that it's true, and that's the reality of the situation. Anyway, we've got that story. We've got Mexican gangs officially owning the streets in Los Angeles. The Los Angeles cops are backing down. They're going to different police departments around the country to get away from this violence because... Personally, uh, you know, no amount of money is worth your life, and these cops aren't taking it anymore in, in uh, Los Angeles, which is a another cesspit of multiculturalism and uh, diversity, uh, which is supposedly our strength, but, uh, you know, as we'll prove tonight, it's definitely not. Um, internationally, we have a few stories here. Uh, we have some TNB, and actually it's, uh, T, I don't know, what, what would you call that, uh, TWDB, uh, typical white dyke behavior, or, uh, what have you. We have, um, 
white people in Africa. They're teaching the niggers in Africa how to swim across the river so they can, uh, you know, go to town and, and they can get the supplies because they've had a rash of children drowning in the river because they, they didn't know how to swim. So we got to go over there and make sure they can swim across the river so they don't die. We've got to give them fucking water wings and life vests to make sure they don't die. And that's our sacred duty as white, as white people. We have to help all of those uh, who are basically retarded compared to us. Um, but there's another story. Also, internationally, UK calls for stricter... Gun control? No, knife control laws. They want stricter knife control laws. I believe you already can't uh, even own a knife which is over a certain length. Um, you know, it's pretty disgusting that as things get worse in a country which has completely embraced... Uh, diversity and multiculturalism and this disgusting, disturbing degradation which arises from it, that instead of uh, responding to the rise in crime in a way which is logical and reason-filled reason and makes sense, they respond to it in ways which disarm and uh, basically emaciate the population of white people who are being victimized, and make no mistake that these niggers and these Asians and these Muslims in Britain are victimizing white people because they see weakness. They see weakness in white people, and that is why they are victimizing white people. Uh, sure, they victimize them, you know, each other in their own community, but blacks... In, in Muslims and what 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 have you in their own communities, make no mistake about it, they do have weapons to defend themselves against each other, whether it's legal or not. Uh, white people are the ones who bear the brunt of the uh, violence and um, you know the outright attack that happens on us because we abide by these laws, which more often than not non-whites and Jews are pushing in the government, when I'm talking about laws, I'm talking about gun control, and, God, I don't even, I can't, I have a hard time saying this, knife control in the UK. Um, it's just completely anti-Aryan as far as I'm concerned. When you face a problem, you don't do things which, when you have a problem like crime, okay, we... We outlawed guns in the UK, right? We outlawed guns, and we figured, hey, that would make all the crime go down, you know, we'd make sure that no one was killed with a gun. Well, what's a worse way to die, with a gun or a knife? So now they have knife uh, violence on the rise, because guns apparently are harder to get in the UK. And now they want knife control. Where does it end? You know... Are you are they going to outlaw lock in a sock after a while or soap in a sock? Oh, you can't walk down the street with socks. You could take them off and put a lock in the end and hit somebody over the head and kill them. It reminds me of when I was in high school. There was a nigger walking down the Now, we had a we had a dyke lesbian vice principal and she was on a fucking power trip in my high school. Um but, you know, I obviously kids shouldn't be walking around bouncing balls in in uh, high school, uh, you know, bouncing basketballs in high school hallways. But she walks up to this nigger, she said, give me your, give me your ball. You could hurt somebody with that. You, you, could, you could throw it at someone's head. Well, what a joke. They're, she's saying that while this nigger is standing behind a, bot, you know, a, a vending machine, which is full of cans, which weigh, you know, half a pound, which would be a hell of a lot more dangerous than a basketball. I mean, that's the you know that's the basic uh, concept here behind knife control. But anyway, I could go on. I'm going to go on for that with that for a while later on. All right. Anyway, once again, if you want to talk about any of these stories, you want to 
interject your opinions and comments or whatnot, please Skype me, and we will get you on the air. But chat, chat, message me first, so I know you're going to come on, because it's just a better way of doing it. First story tonight, Somalia tops the minority threat list. This is from the BBC, uh, obviously a extremely biased news source, so let's break it down for you, and we'll tell you what this really means, and why they're showing it, and why they're talking about it. Sudan, Afghanistan, and Burma followed in the global survey by the Minority Rights Group International, MRG. It alleges the U.S. ignored abuses of minorities in countries supporting the U.S. war on terror, including Pakistan, Turkey, and Israel. Sri Lanka saw the highest rise in persecutions with renewed fighting between government and rebel forces. A new government in Somalia has raised hopes for democracy. Uh, we know how well that works in non-white countries. But it is also uniquely it is also a uniquely dangerous time, said MRG's director Mark Vladimir. Isn't that funny how it works? The United States inserts their faux democracy into a country and it gets more violent than it was before we got there? Hmm, interesting. There is a specter of return of large-scale clan violence and groups that supported the old order are now under tremendous threat. Uh, MRG said the Darwa-Hawiye uh, and Isak clans are under threat, as well as the Bantu group. Um, this is obviously tying into the Darfur crisis. Uh, let me break for just a second while I'm reading this. Mark wants to... Mark and Kelly uh, to get on for a minute. Um, looks like the feed was just cut, but get back on, because I think it's back on. I don't know what happened there. Um, it's working over here. But yeah, we'll get you on, Mark. Let me message him. I'll call him up and let him on, and we'll talk about these uh, niggers in Somalia and how dangerous this country is, uh, Somalia, that is. Uh, here we go. Uh, let me bring him in. Ringing. Mark and Kelly, a well-known caller to Free Talk Live. We'll try to get him on here, and ringing and ringing, and he He's not answering, but uh, that's okay. Uh, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Mark, you there? MRG said the Darwood. Turn off the. There you go. Turn off the screen, man. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry about that, guys. I don't have my headset on. You guys called me. Yeah, sure did. Sure did. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me get. Let me get... Not a problem. No problem. Yeah, it's working now, by the way. The feed wasn't working before. Yeah, I just I just saw that. Um, it went out for a minute for some reason. Glitched out, but no big deal. Um, it seems like it's back on now, so we are broadcasting. Uh, anyway, um, are you getting any echo on your end, Mark? Are you sound, how's it no, sound? No, no, no. I'm fine now. Hey. Okay, cool. Perfect, yeah. Um, what's going on? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> there, there's so much shit that's going on right now. Everything from the Middle East to now, it looks like uh, Rove and his pals are going to get inundated with some shit. So I, I just, I'm, I'm laughing so hard about everything that's going on. Um, I, I kind of missed the beginning of the show because I couldn't, I couldn't hear it. But yeah. uh, what do you, what do you? Uh, I'm talking about um, right now. I was reading a story about. Uh, Somalia, apparently, according to a uh, minority international minority rights group, is the most dangerous place for minorities in the country. So, what does that mean, a minority in a country like Somalia? I would assume it means Arabs, 
or Indians, or even maybe white people, but they probably really don't give a shit about the white people in an African country. Um, but it was, it was just funny to me because, you know, usually they, they portray white countries as being the most dangerous and most racist to their to the minorities in the in, in the population, which isn't the you know majority, and usually that's a non-white population. But uh, apparently Somalia is topping the threat list, and apparently before Somalia it was Iraq, which uh, isn't surprising. But well, well, keep this in mind though. How how are they cutting it, uh, breaking down? the demographics. I mean, what are they considering a minority? Is it a religious thing? Because remember how all the, like in Liberia, I mean, everybody's, everybody's fucking black there, but you've got two different sects, you right. know, that hate each other. So yeah. it's like, and one's a bigger population than the other one, and the other one, even though they're black, they they refer to them as a minority. So I, yeah. I'm not quite sure. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I would assume that, well, I think their main focus here is the whole thing in Darfur, which is the... Anyway, let, let me... About Darfur, let me read the uh, rest of the story here real quick, and um, I, let's see what they say uh, about that minority question. Um, Sudan is the third worst offender, said the state of the world's minorities report, because of the violence in Darfur. More than two million people have been displaced since the fighting began in 2003, and the UN says refugee camps in the region are almost full. At least 200,000 have died in the ongoing... Holy shit, that's a lot. Man. In the ongoing violence between pro-government Arab Janjawi militia groups and rebel groups in Darfur. The MRG, which is a minority rights group, said farmers from the Zagawa... Masalit and four groups, amongst others, have been targeted. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like uh, minority groups in Iraq, including Christians, Yazidis, and Mandi Mandaeans, uh, face targeted killings, abductions, and torture. Uh, let's see, anything else good in here? <laughs> good. <laughs> it's great news and blacks kill each other. Yeah, no shit. I mean, uh, you know, it, most of the, I mean, in these countries, it's not a place that's really that racially diverse, really. I mean, Somalia's got to be, what, at least 90% nigger, but they have these little minor, uh, why do we even have to have international minority rights groups, for fuck's sake? Um, that's the whole idea behind separating the races, is the races just in general and, and cultures uh, do better on their own. And, uh, you know, we, we shouldn't have to form minority, international minority rights groups, which obviously, you know, is probably headed by a Jew, and, and they probably get, you know, federal money from probably mostly Germany or someplace like that, or the U.S., to hold this organization, but... Um, yeah, I mean, we shouldn't, we shouldn't have to worry about shit like this. So this is a BBC report, but uh, it's nothing new. Uh, Africa's a shithole. Everyone knows it. Detroit's a shithole, and everyone knows it. Now, what's the common theme here? What's the common, the common thing that binds these two places together? I'll tell you. It's niggers, goddammit, and, and non-whites in general. Why is Mexico a shithole? Uh... You know, it's because of Mexicans. There's no two ways about it. Uh, so, yeah, here we go. You know, more complete and utter total war. 200,000 people um, being killed. And this is the Darfur uh, genocide they keep talking about in the media, even though it's not talked about that often. Um, you know, well, yes. you, you, you know, sorry to but you know what's really interesting? It's kind of like I watched that movie, uh, Hotel Rwanda, and that newest thing that came out with uh, DiCaprio, uh, Blood, Blood Diamond, Diamond. Or, or something like that. Blood Diamond, yeah. And, yeah, and, and if you get past all the bullshit trying to feel sorry, that's the shit that's going on over there. You know, these people are fucking hopped up on drugs. There's hundreds of thousands of kids that they steal to train them and raise them to shoot people and this and that. I mean, that's just their fucking culture. I mean, it's really, you know, the only the only thing that would slow down the killing, literally, is if you got rid of all the guns. If they didn't have guns and ammunition, 
the killing would slow down. It wouldn't stop. That's just because, you know, it's harder to kill people with machetes than it is with bullets from farther away. You know, and granted, I'm not sure if they're shooting people from farther away either. They're, I've seen them in action, and, and they're pretty fucking ignorant. So. Yeah, they're, they're the worst marksmen I, I, I've heard, I would say, probably. Have you seen that picture? It was so funny. Somebody took, a, like, a forty five and put it sideways and then put, like, the sights on it. You know, because, you know, like... Right, the, right. They put the sights on the top of the slide. On, on, <laughs> on the side of it, it's yeah. like, yeah, gangster, gangster sights. <laughs> Customized shit, and I can hold it the way I want, and shit, and... You know what? Scared if you if you did that actually in Detroit, you would probably become a wealthy man. Just you know, open up because you know how niggers always they they, a they always got yeah that caters to gangsters and shit. You know the sideways sites and this and that, and you know sell it online because they always got like fifteen internets. Yeah, they just don't have one. They yeah, fifteen. Who was the one that said that? Which nigger said that? I can't remember. Oh, it was in the story. It was one of the stories from a couple months back. Like I was in jail. He's like, when I get out of prison, I'm gonna get me 15 internet. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man, <laughs> you can live to 15 different free talk lives on that shit. <laughs> I don't think he'll be tuning in, but uh, if he is, thanks for listening, nigga with 15 internets. I only have one over here. How many do you have, Mark? Um, you know what? I was gonna go to the gold thing to. To get a second one, but oh, yeah. then I realized I'd have to get like more computers and have. Oh, I guess if I was, gonna, if shit, I was yeah. shit, yeah, man. Shit. I guess yeah. if I was a hacker, I'd probably want like two, but I, I don't have no clue on what <laughs> well, the fuck that. I've got to have two computers to do the show, but I only have one internet. So uh, anyway, how about this? Uh, is, next... If it's Jew, if it's Jewish, do you add a Z at the end of it? An internet? Yeah, inter yeah yeah. <laughs> the ADL has like eight billion internet. It's, it's, it's... all right. How about another? How about another story? This one's really interesting. Um, actually, I'm going to play a video clip here. Mike or Mike Mark, you won't be able to hear it. So just hold on for like a minute and a half. I'm going to play it. That's fine. And. Uh, I'll let you know when it's over. But this is this is a drill sergeant, a uh, spick, named, uh, let me see his name here, uh, Edmundo Estrada, Staff Sergeant Edmundo Estrada. He's a drill sergeant, man. He is making his trainees do Superman porno and videotaping. And I'm not joking. He's making trainees uh, participate in Superman porno. With kryptonite and everything. Here we go. Here's the video. Here's the audio, anyway, from from the video. And uh, hopefully this comes through well. This is a pretty funny story. Check this out. Uh, here we go. Now to developments in a case involving multiple sex-related charges against a Fort Eustis soldier. Army Staff Sergeant Edmundo Estrada is scheduled to appear in military court next month. The Fort Eustis drill sergeant is accused of multiple sex charges involving male recruits. 13 News investigator Lindsay Roberts has been looking into the case. Lindsay, some sordid details surrounding this investigation. Well, David, the charges involved alleged molestation and inappropriate relations between a drill sergeant and one of his subordinates. The soldier claims, among many things, that Estrada forced him to wear a Superman costume and act out scenes from a pornographic movie. The neighbors of Staff Sergeant Edmundo Estrada say he is an upstanding family man, incapable of the charges against him. But according to a search warrant filed to look inside Estrada's Hampton home, the Army man is accused of indecent assault and for having an inappropriate relationship with a trainee. The bizarre relationship allegedly began when a male soldier came to Estrada looking for help with depression. According to court papers, Estrada suggested a technique he had used previously to help soldiers with their self-confidence and to alleviate depression. The soldier claims that technique was based on a pornographic movie involving a Superman character who was weakened by kryptonite and then tortured sexually. In court documents, the soldier claims Estrada forced him to dress in a Superman outfit during these encounters while Estrada performed sexual acts on him. The soldier says Estrada threatened to negatively affect his reclassification efforts if he didn't obey the request. 
Now, according to court documents, these aren't the first claims of inappropriate behavior by Estrada. Estrada was moved to a different company at Fort Eustis after allegations that he photographed male trainees in different stages of undress and forced some to pose in spandex. Estrada is expected to appear in court next month. Live on the Peninsula tonight, Lindsay Roberts, 13 News. So anyway, there's the story. Um, Mark, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, apparently this uh, SPIC staff sergeant, drill sergeant, uh, forces trainees to uh, perform in a pornographic Superman porno theme, and uh, they were weakened, apparently the theme was, <laughs> they were weakened by kryptonite, and then they were abused sexually. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, like they were raping guys and stuff? Or? Yeah, he was doing it to men, and he had been previously... I mean, he'd moved, get this. They moved him, they reassigned him to a different company because he was accused of uh, doing things like this before. But wh why the fuck is this guy... Why does he still have a job? All right? I'm sorry, man. I'm fucking laughing. Because it, it, it's, it's fucking 30, ridiculous. Thirty years ago, well, maybe more like forty years ago, they would have just took the guy out behind the shed and just shot him, you know. And they, you know, he got killed in combat or something, you know. A tank ran mm -hmm. over him. You know, this this day and age, we're like, oh shit, you know. What do we do? Put him in another company. Let them deal yeah. with it. Let, mean, let him uh, abuse a bunch of other uh, guys. And first of all, who are the sick fucks? who are that desperate to get a job in the Zog army, who actually partake in this Spick's disgusting little porno movie about Superman and Kryptonite, for fuck's sake. You know, this is where our race has become, and I bet you a hundred bucks these were some emaciated little, you know, pathetic, weak little white boys who were so... I want to be a soldier, an army of one... Yes, Mr. Spick, I'll dress up in a Superman outfit and bend over and you can shove kryptonite up my ass and you can videotape it. Yeah, I'll do that so I can get a better classification. Apparently that's what he was uh, holding over their heads. Um, you know, I don't, classification I would assume would be like getting a different job. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I believe that's what, basically what it is. You get reclassified as... You know, a different specialization or whatnot. Well, what Obviously, nobody wants to. Go ahead. I said, what is he, a dildo specialist now or something? <laughs> a kryptonite up your ass specialist? Yeah, yeah. He's well, a, think, well, think about he's this. He's a barrel one, specialist. Okay? And, and this might, while you were talking, I, I this kind of, and I don't know if there's a way to, to get the statistical numbers on this, but it would be really interesting to see where the majority of the folks in the military currently are coming from. You know, are these rural kids, yeah. I mean, and, and and formulate some kind of, a, you know, a discussion on why they're joining. Uh, you know, who knows? A lot of them might be very rural towns, and, and you know, they're uh, just, I guess, their, their brains are so brainwashed from their family to where whoever uh, that they, they feel that fighting for their country and doing all this illegal shit that we're doing is the right thing to do. Yeah, and, I, and uh, I, dressing up in a Superman outfit or whatever and shoving shit up your ass for a spick that's videotaping you is uh, the best way to do that, apparently. Well, well maybe you get... I, I heard that in the Boy Scouts you get a merit badge for that, so maybe in the <laughs> Army they do something different. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell, I guess. Uh, this spick never heard of that. Yeah, but, we're going to go on a 20-mile hike. I this can't, sir, my ass is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> my ass is leaking. It's leaking, sir. Uh, no, this shit's happening with these... Look, our, our race in our country is giving these subhuman animals, these muds, all this fucking... Uh, this power, and we're giving them the power over people, such as... I mean, being a drill sergeant in the military and recruiting being responsible for recruiting people is you have a lot of power over a lot of people and you have the ability to manipulate their lives. What the hell do you think these muds are going to do? What the hell do you think they're going to... They, they, they have no other response to um, having power. Their, their power is all about them. When That's the difference between us and them. When good men get power, 
they use it for good. The power is designed to uh, enhance the lives of people who don't have it. Uh, that's the goal of somebody with power. But these spicks and these these niggers, I mean, there's been, I can't count it, there's been a dozen of these stories like this. And, where, and how many times does it happen that's not reported? That these niggers and these Mexicans are raping, uh, you know, these little white girls who, out of college, you know, really don't feel like going into hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt to go to college. So, they're, you know, they have all these stupid TV commercials about... Uh, you know, army of one and all this bullshit about how you're gonna go go into the army and be a fucking uh, you know rocket scientist. They're gonna teach you how to be a rocket scientist, and 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 these little white girls call up these recruiting uh, stations, and some nigger comes over to the house and sexually you know rapes them or makes them do shit, and, and you know here's just another example of it. You know, you want your white kids joining an army that's filled with these disgusting Mexicans and niggers who makes them, you know. The, forces them to uh, make little Superman-themed pornos? Is that what you want? Why can't we have a military which is respectable, like they, like the, like it's supposed to be? Um, no, we're not allowed hey, to hey, have hey, that. Hey, I got, I, I got an interesting story that I remember of a buddy of mine that was going in a, was, this happened in high school where he was at. They, they had part of the school was for retarded kids, and. He caught some fucking uh, nigger forcing a retarded male kid to suck his dick. Yeah. You know, this, is, this is in high school. Mm -hmm. He ended up getting into a fight with a guy. And, and this friend of mine, he, he's, he's got fists the size of basketballs. So when he hits you, it's like getting thumped with a sledgehammer. Beat the shit out of the kid, right? He ended up getting not expelled but it, it, uh, suspended. And nothing happened to the nigger. And this was this was about twenty years ago. Yeah, I mean it, it, that's what's going on. Everybody is so fucking DC, you know, so worried about. Everybody's worried about shit that they really shouldn't be worried about. We are still in charge, for for lack of a better term. I don't know to what degree, but we are still the majority. Well, and yeah. We should not be letting it happen. It'd be easy for us to dominate if we just all started looking at each other as uh, family, like the Jews do, instead of looking at each other as, uh, you know, the next serial killer and believing the bullshit that you see on MSNBC, Law and Order and whatnot, that white people are these sick freaks that you got to be careful of. And I think that that shit affects white people to a... a a large degree, uh, you know, white people, they come, it's just disgusting these, this day and age, all these white people get home from work and they turn on their TV. Can you imagine the psychological effect of TV watching on a population? It, it's ridiculous, and when you push things like the fact that whites are criminals, and when it's not true, um, these white people just ha have no other option but to believe in it. It's the only thing... Their TV is their social interaction uh, for all intents and purposes. And when that becomes your life, uh, you're a slave to whatever the Jews and whoever decide to uh, put on the TV. Uh, but, Mark, I'm going to bring in uh, Kike Herder here. To oh, the, sweet. I love that guy. Yeah, I'm he's just a good guy. Um, he's funny as hell, too. Yeah, let's bring him in here. I'll invite him. And uh, he's got some experience to uh, add from uh, apparently a boot camp or whatnot at the uh, Air Force. He's got so. some experience in raping kids. Uh, okay, uh, great. I don't know about that. that. Maybe I'm he's kidding, been in I'm some. Kidding. Maybe he's been in some Superman pornos. Let's ask him here. Let's bring him in. <laughs> I'm sure he'll appreciate that. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, Kike Herder, are you there? Uh, I can't hear you. Hello, hear. hello, yeah. hello. There he is, there he is. We're here. There you are. Uh, turn down your mic just a tad. You're a little bit hot there, if you will. Is that too low? That sounds just wonderful. Okay. You're perfect. So what's up? You got some uh, experience um, <laughs> in the uh, training of the Zog military, apparently, uh, Air Force. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, was in the, I was in the Air Force from 86 to 90. 
and I remember basic training. We we never had to dress up and do sex, thank God. <laughs> you didn't have to do any of that, huh? Well, luckily no. you didn't have a, a Mexican, a perverted, disgusting Mexican as your uh, oh yeah, we... sergeant. God damn! Can you imagine? Can you, Kiker, What would you do? If if your drill sergeant asked you to put on a, a Superman costume and shove kryptonite up your ass, well, I mean, well, at some point it? you, God damn it, you know they 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 put you in these scenarios to try and stress you out, right? And uh, and and luckily I had a white uh, training instructor and or drill instructor, and he never did anything that strange. Oh but, my uh, God. They would definitely uh, mess with you, right? But uh, oh, uh, you know, what do you do? What would what would it be like a t- typical scenario? What would you, what would? Oh, they 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 would uh, they would catch somebody dropping off their uniforms at the dry cleaner, <laughs> and it was like a really bad thing because you're supposed to iron them yourself. Right. And so they catch somebody with uh, a dry cleaning ticket in there in their uniform, and they would oh, we should we should wash them out. We should kick them out. We should you know do all this. Do you want? And then we we talk about whether or not we wanted to keep the guy or not. But uh, never did it get to the uh, sex thing. It, yeah. it just never got that far. <laughs> well, that's what I guess this this Mexican told the the trainees, you know, that it was part of uh, exercise or whatever, and they had yeah. to do it. And he would tell them that, uh, you know, if you don't do it, you know, you might not be classified. Exercise? You, what do you yeah, use were... your butthole, butthole for? Exercising your <laughs> asshole for what? Yeah. Is it to take a, to hold a shit for because you're on a long walk? You got to be able to hold <laughs> it, so we got to pound yeah. it back in there. <laughs> Those Mexicans are just really horny. I don't know what it is. Well, it's <laughs> they they, they commit a lot of rapes and, and they, you know, they're just always ready to go. <laughs> well, you know what? I live I live in L.A. And if you saw some of the fat, ugly, mestizo, mongoloid, I don't know what the hell they're yeah, they're, so they're nasty. nasty. Yeah. They're nasty, and they're all pregnant. So I'm sitting there going, well, somebody's fucking them, and it's obviously the, the mess of shits, you know? So, yeah. I mean, they probably fuck a, a, a goddamn, well, they busted the, a couple of them screwing dogs and shit like that. So, I mean, they've got no, I mean, if it's a listen, hole, you know, watch out. Listen, guys, we've got 20 million illegal Mexicans in this country. Um, and those are the cream of the crop Mexicans who actually had the ambition to, uh, you know, walk thousands of uh, hundreds of miles at least and cross the border and risk, you know, uh, getting caught by uh, border patrol. And those those are the cream of the fucking crop. Look what we have here, and that's the <laughs> best Mexico has to offer us. That is the best they have. That's the best of the best. I've worked with illegal Mexicans, and I can tell you, if that's the best of the best, well, we're fucked when it comes to Mexicans. And, and the niggers' population isn't declining because uh, niggers are dying more. It's declining because, I mean, the percentage of population, anyway. You know, it's gone down to 12% from 14%. But that's because we've got more Mexicans here. And look what they bring us. They bring us these... Even the even the ones which are you know supposedly supposed to be ones which are respectable yeah okay well an illegal immigrant from Mexican you know okay he, has, he hasn't been educated or whatnot he may, maybe maybe he hasn't you know had the same opportunities as a as somebody uh, who has been in you know a first world country like we have here well look at what we have I'm sure this uh, this spick Edmundo Estrada I'm sure he you know had public uh, education here in America. And I'm sure he was completely, you know, Americanized and Westernized, at least for the most part, I would hope. Well, that's not necessarily true. It, it's well, not, I'll, but I'll, once I'll, again, we have the uh, controlled media who forces us to make assumptions about about things because they won't give us a, a uh, they won't give us the facts, of course. Um, they'll just give us a name. No, no, uh, no picture that I could find, and trust me, I looked online anyway. But, um, yeah, that's what we get from the best Mexico has to offer and the best that America has to offer when it comes to spics. And they still act like they're uh, third world brethren who come across the border. Here they're all five foot five and uh, very dark skin and and uh, none of them speak English. And they, they come up here to, to do house framing and, and jobs like that. And 
it's you know the the IQ is 85, and it's only 85 because they mix with the Spaniards. I mean, other than that, they'd just be Indians. They'd be be 65. (laughs) Right. I mean, the the Indians in Mexico, (laughs) or like the Indians here in the United States, I mean, they're just black hair, stupid, you know, natural, just live out out in the wild, hunt. They don't build anything. Well, let's think think about this for a second, guys. If you really think about, because we talk about Iran and all this stuff, I mean, our future, the future of America, is going to be in a constant war in the Middle East. That's that's evident. We all know that. Well, if you're going to build an army, the only way to do that is by having bodies, soldiers, okay? First off, it, you know a draft's going to be coming in the next year to two years. They're going to start drafting people. And what are white kids going to do? They're going to say, fuck that shit. I'm going to go to college. That way I don't have to. I won't get drafted. Well, you know the Mexican ain't going to go to college. He'll, he might clean up the college in terms of doing ground, you know, yard work and shit like that. But, but that's They're really it. gifted at landscaping for some reason. Yeah. Well, and, and, and not to beat up on the military, but I hate to say it, but, I mean, the biggest thing I heard from guys that were in the Marines is, like, they their basic thing was, you know, just make sure you're shooting in the same direction everybody else is fucking shooting. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that doesn't seem like it takes that much intelligence, you know. You, they, you I mean, you've got the special ops guys, but those are usually white guys with an IQ of over 100, 110. You know, they're more gifted. You don't Hey, see... IQ doesn't matter, man. It's just a... It's just a... Yeah, but they, they try <laughs> to tell us that, but yet when you look at positions like, you know, a Green Berets, a Special Forces... You look at the UK, you look at, um, damn it, what's the name of the special forces in the UK? Uh, I can't remember at the moment. But they're, they're all white guys, and they all probably, uh, you know, they can speak four or five different languages. Um, these are people with high IQs. It's like that in everywhere. It's like the corporate world this is the exact same way. And uh, to be honest, you know, the, with the musical world, of course, is the same way. In the sports world, it, you know, is is really the same way as long as you don't have Jews uh, pushing this substandard uh, version of sports, which is full of niggers, which have bastardized all the sports which white people came up with. I mean, goddamn it! I, I used to like to play basketball. It's, and it's not like they never could. Played it. They they couldn't build their own stadium in Africa. I don't think they ever have. I mean, you know, what, you you watch the NCAA playoffs. I was watching it at the bar with a couple of guys. And uh, all the blacks, you know, are, are there playing this basketball, and they they seem to be pretty good at it. But they could never build a stadium or or, or the communication system that's required, or the TV station cameras, or anything like that. Right, it's a, uh, and they, yeah, they can I mean, slam dunk, you know, and they can dribble between their legs, and they can juke and jive. Right. But what happens when you know things get hard? They're not allowed to dunk. I mean, that's. I mean, if you had. I'll just talk about basketball for a minute, because I used to play. The the uh, American Olympic team, which was the dream team of all niggers, which went over to the Olympics uh, and got the last Olympics, got their asses kicked by Greece or Romania, by a bunch of different European countries. Well, the reason they got their asses kicked, it's not because the whites were taller and were dunking over. It's because the whites passed, and they used plays to... Uh, outsmart the stupid nigger who was just trying to, you know, juke and jive and duck and shit about these motherfuckers. Yeah, but they're, they're all by, you know, it's all by feel and and and, and impulse. Yeah. And it, well, and it's not the way, and like, so anyway, back to what I was saying, it's, they bastardize the sports. Of course, these are sports which are created, all created by white people. Um, niggers have a extremely hard time when it comes to rules and, you know, coming up with a system of anything, and that includes coming up with a system to a, a game, something as simple as a game. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. But now yeah, and, and they, they, they play basketball in Africa based on what we do here. I mean, they'll, they'll set up a couple of rinky-dink goals down there and play on a, on a, on a dirt, you know, court. Yeah. But, but, and, and they can still play, but they can never build yeah, they're not gonna, never, you're not going to find an African engineer to uh, engineer a stadium for you. And, right. And when I ran into these two guys at the bar Sunday night, I told them, I said, you know, they sit down next to me, they're waiting on a bowling lane, and uh, 
were watching the the playoffs, and I said, uh, I said, you know, it's a wonder any of these guys ever get into college because their IQs are so low and and their high school graduation rate is so low. How do they even get in, even with the lowered standards? I mean, how do they get in? And uh, and so we got off on a little conversation, and 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 it turned out to be like, it's like uh, two guys from a small company, and one was the owner, and one was the uh, guy that worked for the owner, and and they did uh, they do telecom, you know. So and uh, we, we were talking about employees, and I said, you know, black females are like just the god awful worst possible thing you could <laughs> possibly hire. And uh, and he said, well, you know. Uh, I hired a black guy one time and I had to fire him because he wasn't motivated enough and he didn't, you know, he wasn't uh, very driven to, like, solve problems or just even work. Man. Yeah, yeah. And I said, well, uh, I said, of course, you know, I mean, you guy's a fucking idiot. You know, and he said, well, no, 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 no. He, and, and, and this guy's, you know, of course, brainwashed. And he said, well, well, he just didn't have the right culture. You know, he said, because the people there didn't like him. I said, okay. I said, well... <clears throat> if you think that you know your company and all your money on the line is, uh, and you want to hire the best employee, why don't you just fire all the white people and hire all black people? And he didn't have an answer for that. Yeah, really. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It, if blacks are so much better than than whites, I mean, you know, look, just look at the way they are in basketball, man. There's, there's just awesome. You know, it's got to translate into the business world. That's what they think. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He, he's, been, he's been brainwashed, and uh, and I, and I said a few things to him that I've learned off the off the VNN board, and uh, that pretty much shut it down. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, keep keep this in mind, guys. And here's the thing, because somebody had started a thread about that in like general topics or something. Uh, are blacks that good at basketball, whatever the case may be, and. See, I was I was born, but I was raised in Europe, in Croatia, the former, well, actually it was Yugoslavia at the time, and you see, and I tell people some of the best white players NBA are from Yugoslavia or from Russia, and the reason is it's in the United States, white kids tend their parents tend to be more affluent, so they're doing motorcycles, quads, jet skis, you know, all sorts of other things. I mean, blacks, I mean, their family has nothing to offer. You know, and I'm not they don't have a family. Well, yeah. Mom, mom says, "Hey, you know, you deal with the, you take care of my son after school because you know, usually on Fridays I got to go pick up my welfare check, so I can't be at home, whatever the case may be." And and if you look at it, it's just simple repetition. Repetition. It's playing basketball. I mean, yeah, there is a lot of talent, and some of the best players that have ever played um, are very, you know, the, some of the best happen to be white. I think, you know. Um, there's a few, you know, uh, Magic Johnson. When it well, look, what are the whites good at when it comes to basketball? They're good at assists, they're good at passing, and they're good at three-pointer. Three free throws. And free throws. Yeah, and those are all things which take extreme discipline and extreme uh, uh, teamwork. And and uh, niggers are good at what? Traveling. Jumping, traveling, dribbling, yes, traveling. and traveling and dunking. Those are things which... It really are just brute strength and really take no intelligence or uh, you know mental ability or ability to play a game. It's simply brute strength, and and that's what a game is. You use it's a strategy. It's almost like a miniature battle. You play the game as it with a strategy, and that's what plays are all about. And niggers aren't good at that. It was shown by the Olympics. They get their asses well, it, kicked when somebody runs a decent play against them. Yeah. It's the Jewish communists that want to, and if you look at the older documents, I mean, in the older, you know, NAACP things, and 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 they 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 come out and tell you, hey, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna screw everything up. We're gonna make all the blacks. We're gonna we're gonna get them jobs in entertainment. We're gonna get them jobs in sports. We're gonna get them jobs, you know, over yeah, here exactly. and over yeah. there, yeah. and and. You know, I mean, it was a plan. They could never do that on their own. They could never have, uh, they would never have even come up with civil rights on their own if it hadn't been for the Jewish NAACP uh, foundation that, you know, it started out with all Jewish no, heads. The, the niggers can't do anything 
uh, as a group if they don't have the Jews behind them exactly. organizing it. The niggers are just basically, gener in general, you just think of niggers the same way as you think of retards. How can retards, you know, uh, organize or be... be they never would. Yeah, be a code, you know, a group which is uh, homogenous and kind of works for its own. Retards can't, you can't comprehend that. Retards aren't going to do something like that. And I've niggers have an extreme uh, mental disadvantage in IQ, and uh, we should right. really look at them like retards. I've got, I've got this thing on my blog on, on Forsyth County Times, blogspot.com. Oh, that's your and, blog, eh? I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that. And, Cool. Yeah, and and the uh, and so I, I found this report on uh, black male students and and this Jewish, I mean I assume it's Jewish at the Schott Foundation S H S C H O double T, and and they put out this report and they said, well, we've got to fix this uh, this uh, achievement gap, you know, because the whites are graduating at 25 percent higher rate than blacks and and. We've got to do something, and then they study the problem, and they create, you know, they collect all this data. Right. And they're like, oh my God, well the, you know, the 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 blacks are getting expelled and suspended at at uh, four times the white of, four times the rate of whites, and that's horrible. And 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 uh, if we can only just minimize, and and they're being overclassified as mentally retarded and put into special ed, and and that's not right either. And 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 <laughs> it's just on and on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Here in Farmington, um, which is uh, the city that I live outside of Detroit, which is a, a, a suburban area, um, I uploaded a video, a news story to my uh, YouTube channel for my blog, which is uh, DetroitIsCrap.blogspot.com. Apparently, there is this controversial study uh, here, in, uh, which this was like a survey there that the administrators of these high schools were giving out to these kids, asking them to describe... The, the controversial question on the survey was, would you describe your behavior as ghetto or white? <laughs> <laughs> that was the question. And it was like, uh, of course, uh, you know, there's a bunch of people who were like, that's a racist question. Uh, well, you know, what the, what the fuck ever. But apparently 50% uh, of the niggers uh, classified themselves as ghetto. Motherfucker, yeah, I'm ghetto. Motherfucker. Yeah, uh, I'm proud to be a motherfucking ghetto. So, you know, that's what niggers take from life is, uh, you know, it's better to underachieve than to overachieve. That's not it. That's not something which we should expect our kids to. You Can know, you imagine? You know, how how are you going to get? And they were also pissed off that the that the there weren't enough blacks in the gifted uh, classes. And I was in a, a few gifted classes and. You know what? What in the hell? What you, you want to get blacks in the gifted classes? Well, what if they're just plain stupid? Well, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's um, the whole dumbing down of our whole educational system. Is is it's designed around the need, which isn't really a need, but it's a need that the Jewish, uh, you know, neo Bolshevists see the need for niggers to succeed. And as long as they're succeeding, well, that that doesn't matter whether it's actual success or a fake success, which is just, you know, which would oh, yeah, makes it, it look like they're succeeding. Hey, hey, come, come dumb, on, guys. Dumb Listen. down the uh, whole curriculum for them. I, I, I just got to mention something, man. Remember when, I mean, niggers are so fucking lazy, they won't even tie their own fucking shoes. You know what I mean? Number one and number two. Did you guys hear about the, the, the seven-year-old black kid? That went that brought his mom's crack into show and tell. Did you guys hear about this? Yeah, I saw that on the. Uh, I didn't hear that. I saw that. On the you, you didn't hear about that? <laughs> I, I that, noticed it. That, yeah, that's like that's like you just look at that and go, and, and it's not even surprising. It's not a shocking thing for us because we're like we've seen it all, heard it all, read it all. It's like, well, <laughs> what, do, what do you expect? You know, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's just funny stuff. Uh, oh yeah. Well, hey, guys, I'm going to take a break real quick. Um, we're going to have uh, Dietrich in after the break for some international news roundup. And uh, Alex is going to be coming on, too, uh, sometime after the break. Uh, oh, if you guys... need a drop or anything, that's fine. Um, yeah, why don't, uh, I mean, if, if, you want, if you want to stay on, tell you what, let's test the limits of Skype here and my system, and we'll leave you in. Yeah, just just tell us. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll leave you guys no in for the uh, conference. Uh, we'll leave you guys in for after the break, and we'll see what happens. It's not a problem. Might Can as we well talk during the break? People. Uh, no. I, mute your mics during the break. I would. Um, just because, unless you, uh, you know, you want he- people to hear your personal business and shit. But, I got uh, nothing to say to you motherfuckers anyways. Fuck y'all. Uh, shit. <laughs> All right, I'm a, shit. Me, me and Mark have telecom deals to discuss. <laughs> yes, that's right. I yeah, that's what we want that. to talk about on Skype. <laughs> All right, well, um. Yeah, mute your microphones. I'm going to play a couple tunes here, and we'll right. uh, be in after the break with Dietrich. And, uh, yeah, be back in about uh, ten minutes or so.